Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. My social media accounts still serve a huge purpose in my business in spite of the algorithms, the changes, and the lack of control because they create connection. They give me opportunities to extend invitations to my followers. Hey, my name is Jenna Kutcher and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing numbers, and helping you to navigate both the messy and the magical seasons of this thing called life. I'm a small town mama who took a $300 camera, grew a successful photo biz, and now I work from home and run a seven-figure online business. I teach you the tried and true secrets to building a career you adore. Shy away from the real talk? (laughs) No way. Money, hardship, growth, loss, and marketing are all topics we discuss here. Think of this as your one-stop shop for happy hour with a gal pal mixed with business school. Pull up a seat, make sure you're cozy, and get ready to be challenged and encouraged while you learn. This is the Gold Digger Podcast. I'm feeling a little bit like Hannah Montana today, y'all, with the best of both worlds completely colliding, and I am 100% here for it. I could talk about these two subjects until I'm blue in the face and Coco's hair turns gray, but I promise to keep this episode easy to consume and super actionable because I know you've got things to do and places to be. In case you just completely missed the title and hit play on this episode blindly, first of all, I like your style. And second, welcome to the episode that uncovers how you can be utilizing social media to grow your email list. This is basically like Christmas morning for me. Does it get any better than talking social media, email list building, and a little strategy? (laughs) Not in my book, it doesn't. Today, we're delving into how they go hand in hand and how to strategically use your social platforms to grow your email list. Let's do this. Thanks to Skillshare for supporting Gold Digger. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. For a limited time, get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is supported by Arm & Hammer Essentials Toothpaste. Made with more of the essential ingredients you need for a healthy, beautiful smile, like 100% natural baking soda and natural North American peppermint for fresh breath. Find it wherever you shop for toothpaste. 
First things first, why does this even matter? Like, why should we use social media to grow your list? I mean, after all, isn't social media its own separate beast meant for engaging and beating the algorithm, connecting with your ideal clients, and booking your dream customers? Well, yes, but it's also completely owned and controlled by other people. It's not your domain. Like, you don't own your followers. It's not your platform. So ultimately, you're left with little control. You can't control the experience users have with your page or profile. You don't have any power over how they'll ingest your content, and you don't really know what they'll see or where they'll go after seeing those posts. You ultimately don't have a lot of say in what actions people will take after seeing or reading your content, or if they'll even get to see or engage with it at all. The preview app recently performed a poll and asked users who actually reads full captions, and 65% of their followers said they don't. And I mean, it kind of makes sense. And trust me, that stat is a bit of a sucker punch for me because I am the long caption queen. But when we think about it, Instagram is primarily a visual platform, and it promotes scrolling behavior due to the heavy image-focused content. And longer captions, they're usually hidden behind that text that says read more buttons, and many scrollers might not take the time to actually click on it. Even on the more text-heavy platforms like Facebook, only 10% of users actually see your posts because of the algorithms. This brings me to another point, algorithms. They're there for good reason to align the right content with the right people who want to see and consume it the most. But that means that your posts are likely not getting seen by everyone who follows you. In fact, they're not. You have no control over the algorithm or who ultimately sees what you're sharing. So trying to build your business solely on these social platforms that are largely out of your control can become problematic and a dead end or even just an endless source of frustration for you. One of the most common complaints I'm hearing these days is that people are angry at the algorithm and that engagement is down across the board on all social platforms. And to be honest, it's down for everyone, not just you. So take a deep breath and know that you're not just in misery alone. But whenever a student of mine complains about the algorithm, I always say engagement might be down, but are your results down? Now, a lot of times people respond to that question with crickets because the only results they've been tracking are likes and comments and not real tangible results. My social media accounts still serve a huge purpose in my business in spite of the algorithms, the changes, and the lack of control because they create connection. They show the world what I do. They give me opportunities to extend invitations to my followers. So let me explain this in a new way. I led almost a thousand students through a business course earlier this year. And one of the main things we talked about in regards to the goal of growing their businesses is that you should literally have two main objectives in your business right now that are linked together. That's it. Just two focus items as a business owner, throw out your laundry list and focus here. Number one, to grow your social media following and serve that following in order to number two, grow your email list. They go hand in hand and serve different purposes that are aligned to the overall strategy. You don't want to have the first without the second. And your ultimate goal on social media should always, always be to get people to trust you enough on the platforms to be eager to dive off of them and onto your email list. Now, too many entrepreneurs focus primarily on only one aspect, namely social media, when they miss the real goal of what we should be doing on our apps. Email lists, on the other hand, I mean, let's just chat quick about my pride and joy. 
which is my email list for a quick sec. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Growing and nurturing my email list is my number one priority as an entrepreneur, and it is the number one way we drive results in my business. When you get people to opt into your email list, they're automatically invested in something that you have to offer. There's this exchange of value that happens. You're providing someone something that they opt in for, and then they're providing you the chance to land in their inbox. You know that they're more interested than a passive social media follower because it takes more thought and attention to hand over their email address than to click a follow button. So you're starting out with an immediate advantage that you have a warm lead and an interested fan in whatever you have to say. Bravo, congrats. Like that's so exciting. Now on top of that, showing up inside someone's email inbox is way more intimate and personal than maybe popping up on their social media feeds every once in a while where they may or may not stop to see what you have to say and may or may not hop off of the app and take action on whatever it is that you want them to do, whether it's to buy something or sign up for something or read something or so on. Now on the other hand, When we look at email, you get to speak directly to the people on your list. You can use their names if you want to. You can link directly to other places like your blog posts or your shop page or your podcast episodes so that they can go straight to whatever you're talking about from their computer or phone. On social media and Instagram specifically, linking to outside resources is only possible through your bio link, which means people have to follow two directives in order to get there by clicking through to your profile and then clicking through to that link or through the swipe up function, which users don't have until you have 10,000 followers, which let's be honest, most new business owners don't have that many followers. So with email, The thing that I love is that all the resources and things that you want to share can be linked right then and there in the email body copy. And people love an excuse to get out of their inbox, right? It's so much more direct and personal and easy for your audience to consume than the noisy land of social media. You're not necessarily competing with the posts above and below you. You're not trying to convince people to go and click the link in your bio for all the various things that you sell, share, and offer You just talk to them straight in an email like a friend and build a relationship and a foundation of trust that grows and becomes a trusted voice in their inbox, someone that they are excited to hear from. And then ultimately, once you've done that, when you're launching your next product or introducing a new suite of services, you'll have a ready and captive audience at attention and eager to support you rather than trying to convert semi-interested followers on social media. Like I said, I could talk about email lists for ages, but I really want for you to see that social media is certainly fabulous for so many reasons, but it should not and cannot be the end all be all for your marketing strategies. Your goal on social should be to build trust and create connection that ultimately guides people off of the platforms and onto your list. Today, I'm going to share a few pointers on how to do just that. So let's dive on into them. Step number one, share one opportunity to opt in every single week. The first way to use social media to grow your email list is by sharing at least one opportunity for your followers to opt in every single week. This is an invitation that offers value in exchange for someone to join your email list. 
If you follow my method of JK5 or basically rotating through categories meant to connect with others while integrating in a strong call to action each week that will ultimately grow your business or get you closer to your goals, then this strategy might already be a part of your JK5. Now, again, that's basically taking five general topics that allow you to connect and you share about those and you cycle through those different topics on your feed each week to diversify what you're posting about so that you're not just talking about business. A lot of times people start business accounts and they only talk about what they do or sell. And a lot of times we forget that our customers They need to have reasons to connect with us. For example, I give this example all the time. When I was a wedding photographer, if I only posted wedding photos, if I didn't post photos of me or the puppies we were fostering or where I lived, no one would have a reason to follow me unless they were A, obsessed with weddings or B, looking for a wedding photographer for the following year that is geographically centered where I was. So when you rotate through different categories, you are giving people different reasons to follow you while they get educated and start to understand what your offers are. Now, the bigger ask is to ask people to hop off of the platform that they're on and onto an email list, and you want to incorporate these bigger asks at least once a week. They can also happen through Instagram stories or by adding freebies to the link in your profile. Now, even though we talked about how the gram isn't exactly link friendly, if you get into the habit of continually weekly pointing people to your resources and freebies, you'll have a higher rate of conversion and click through. Don't be afraid to share the same offer over and over again. And remember that only a small percentage of your audience is seeing your posts each and every single time. And a lot of times people need to hear about something numerous times before they take action. In fact, the rule of seven in marketing says that we need to be exposed to or hear something seven times before we decide to take action. Take into consideration how many people might not even be seeing some of your posts on social media, so don't be afraid to share your freebies and opt-ins way more than seven times in order for people to see, pay attention to them, and take action. This also allows for room for you to creatively share the same offer or craft that opportunity for people to opt in. The main thing to remember here is to be sure to incorporate some sort of invite or opportunity to opt into your email list every single week. But that doesn't mean you have to have 52 different freebies or offers or opt-ins available. In fact, I would not recommend it. Trust me. We did that one year almost unintentionally, and it was a lot to create and keep track of. I no longer do that. So instead, I recommend having just one to three pillar freebies to start that you cycle through and share in different ways with different angles. One of my favorite ways to look at and get the most out of content like blog posts is to stretch myself to repurpose one piece of content 10 different ways. You can do this exact same thing with your freebies. Actually, you can likely think of even more than 10 ways to share it. You could try giving one key point from your freebie and then invite your followers to opt in for the other five key points. You could share one secret from inside the freebie and then share why they need to opt in to learn the rest. You could talk about one tip or piece of advice in your freebie. You could share an inspirational quote or tangible takeaway from that freebie. These are just a few ways to continually share the value in different ways from your opt-in opportunity and to get it in front of more eyes over more time. Not only that, but you can use your email opt-ins to guide the direction of your business or what you are going to create next. 
I've shared this story before, but when Drew quit his full-time job and wanted to get into a business centered on health and fitness, he didn't necessarily have any kind of business model yet. No name, no website, nada. So we created two freebies for him to offer to his followers. One was for at-home workouts and one was for his nutrition guides. And we were able to use the results from those, whichever one was downloaded more in order to figure out which direction to take his business in. So you can use your invites and your opportunities for your email list as research to figure out what people really do want from you because ultimately it's a way better guide than just pulling people on Instagram stories or asking for feedback and comments since it requires more investment from your followers when they exchange their email address for your opt-in. Just keeping up with regular things like haircuts and dental visits feels really odd this year. We just went to the dentist the other day. They literally had three masks on during my exam, and I was reminded how quickly the world as we knew it has shifted. It's easy to feel out of control, and whenever I do, I try to get back into routines. Simple things like starting my day with gratitude, drinking more water, and even brushing my teeth with my Arm & Hammer toothpaste. I know it sounds kind of silly to consider brushing my teeth as a pivotal moment in my day, but it really is this ritual that makes me feel like I'm starting off with a fresh, clean slate no matter what comes my way. I love that the 100% natural baking soda and Arm & Hammer Essentials toothpaste naturally whitens my teeth. Even the dentist gave me a thumbs up for how bright my pearly whites are these days. Whether it's renewing your routines, brightening your smile, or simply rethinking what you're using to clean your teeth, try Arm & Hammer Essentials toothpaste. Toss it in your basket on your next grocery run or add a tube of Arm & Hammer Essentials Toothpaste to your Amazon cart right now. You'll thank me later. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Explore new skills, deepen existing passions, and get lost in creativity. These lessons can help you stay inspired, express yourself, and introduce you to a community of millions. With so much to explore, real projects to create, and the support of fellow creatives, Skillshare empowers you to accomplish real growth with classes to fit your schedule and your skill level. As this year comes to a close, I have this pull and this desire to just step back and do the things that make me happy just because, like watercolor painting and journaling and creating for myself, like viewing creativity as self-care. I'm excited to try the Fun with Faces class taught by Charlie Clements. I've always wanted to learn how to create stylized digital portraits, so I think that class will be the perfect way for me to learn something new while also giving my brain a break. For a limited time, get a free trial of Skillshare Premium Membership at Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger. Receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash Gold Digger and get a free trial of Skillshare Premium membership. Step number two, optimize any place that you send your traffic to. Ultimately, social media is a place to start and lead conversations and engage with your people. We also want to use it to share our work and progress. So anytime you're sending traffic to places outside of social media or the platform you're on, you want to optimize their attention fully and try to use that momentum to capture their email addresses. If you send people to your podcast, make sure there's a call to action or an opportunity for them to sign up for your freebie or include links in things like your show notes or the footer of your post to sign up for your list. If you send people to your blog, is there a pop-up that captures email addresses or a footer that invites them to opt in? 
send them to YouTube? Is there some sort of content value or place to invite them to stay in touch or get updated on future videos? You can even invite people to opt in using things like your email signature or your autoresponder. So you just want to think of the many different ways someone might connect with you or your content or your brand and ensure that there are invites to join your list along the way. Anytime you're trying to get someone to go somewhere else, there should be that opportunity to invite them to join your list. It seems simple and small, but this one detail has enabled us to grow our list more than almost anything else. By having consistent opportunities to opt in anywhere and everywhere my followers interact with me, they're constantly being reminded of how they can stay in touch, get free value, and be notified via email anytime there's something new that they'd want to hear about from me. Lastly, I want to share about four main tips for inviting followers from social media to join your email list. As far as actually sharing with your followers on social media how to sign up for your email list, I want for you to keep in mind four important things. First, make it exciting for them. I always say my sister Kate does such a good job of this with her holistic health newsletter. She calls her email list for her blog, The Email Club, and shares about it so intentionally and authentically because she genuinely cares so deeply about the exclusive content she shares there with her subscribers. So anytime she mentions Email Club in her Instagram stories or in her feed posts, you can tell it's just this fun, intimate place where you get to know her better and where she thoughtfully curates exclusive, important content that she knows her list will be interested in. She also has this small suite of crazy cool freebies that you can get delivered as soon as you sign up. So there are multiple benefits for those interested in joining her list. It's not just another boring join my newsletter. She's made it into this personal community that really feels like it matters and that her subscribers can tell she truly cares about. Number two, pay attention to the first sentence of all of your social posts. On Instagram especially, longer posts are mostly hidden and just the first two lines are shown on the feed unless users click to read more. Treat those two lines like gold, like they're the subject lines of your emails or a headline of a blog post. They're the make or break for whether people want to keep reading or whether they keep scrolling on past whatever it is you have to say. So if your caption shares about your amazing new freebie, open with a captivating question or a shocking statement that'll make people want to continue reading to see what else you have to say. As for videos and stories, if you're talking face to camera about your freebie, always, always, always include captions on the video. The vast majority of IG users watch stories on silent. So if you are sharing some amazing resource, but they have no clue what you're saying because there aren't captions and they're watching it in silent mode, then it's likely a missed opportunity. These little tweaks take almost no time to pay attention to and implement, but they can make such a huge difference in getting people to sign up for your list. Number three, create freebies with intent to serve people over the long term. While a timely freebie may seem appropriate sometimes, like for example, when COVID hit, we built a new freebie with tangible steps for small businesses to take in order to survive through the storm of canceled events and a spiraling questioning economy. But I wouldn't necessarily recommend this reactionary sort of resource for your first or even your fifth freebie. The reason here is because it can only serve people for so long before it becomes outdated. You want to create a resource that will continually serve your followers through all seasons of life in their businesses so that they know that's the same kind of service and support they'll get if they join your email list. And number four, 
Focus on the outcome of the freebie or offer. Don't just focus on the features. When you're sharing your freebies on social media, remember the power of the end result, meaning share what's in it for them. What can they expect to get from your freebie? What's that outcome? Paint that picture of what your freebie will give, offer, or add to their lives. People often focus too much on the features rather than results and wind up saying they have this seven-page download with this long list of semi-boring bells and whistles, and that really doesn't communicate the end result or make somebody want to opt in. Your audience truly does not care how many pages your freebie is or the list of features inside. They want to know what it will do for them and what they can experience or get by opting in. So share that. Now, I don't know about you, but all this talk about freebies and list building and social media has me itching to go create a brand new freebie and share it in all the places and all the ways. And that's how social media should make you feel. Remember, social media is this place to connect and build that recognition and set yourself up as an expert and educate people on what you do while focusing on serving. And so often we get caught up in the comparison game or not feeling like we're enough on our social platforms. But if we can shift the way we look at social media and see it as this tool for business growth and not a measure of our worth, then sharing what you have to offer comes so much more naturally. And it's a heck of a lot more fun. Trust me. So remember, next time you're going to be frustrated about engagement being down or the algorithm robbing your ability to get your posts seen, ask yourself, are my results down? And the way to answer that question is through making sure you are consistently aiming to drive results at least once a week. And I look at results as email list growth. You, my friend, you have valuable knowledge to share with others. And so package it up as a free opt-in or offer for your followers and then get it out there and in front of them over and over and over again. Before you know it, your email list will be thriving and you won't even remember the days you worried about what to post in a world of social media. Can I get a heck yes? I am ready to build my list. And before I sign off with this episode, I would be remiss to not have some sort of extra invitation for you. So if you are at the beginning of growing your email list and you're not quite sure how this all works or how you link up a freebie or you want a step-by-step process and walkthrough, I want to invite for you to join me at listbuildchallenge.com. It is a free five-day challenge complete with a library of tech tutorials and step-by-step instructions on how to start, grow, or scale your email list. And I would love to invite you to join me inside of there. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals and make sure you are building your list. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five because you just finished another episode of the Gold Digger podcast. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, head over to golddiggerpodcast.com for show notes and all the discount codes from today's sponsors. And if you're looking for a new crew of movers and shakers like you to bounce ideas and ask questions, be sure to join my exclusive community for gold diggers on Facebook. The link's waiting for you at golddiggerpodcast.com.